Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Asian Blokes Podcast, a podcast where we talk about Asian pop culture, films, TV shows, comic books, anime, music, food, video games, whatever we're feeling at the time. Really, my name is Dan with Hayton. With me, as always, is my co-host, Harvey. Hello, Harvey. What's up? Yeah, not too much, you know. Just just chilling out after um, an incident of road rage, you know. People have <laughs> forgotten how to drive for these real? days. For real? <laughs> No, nah, not for Because oh, <laughs> that would be uh, a bit of a coincidence. Because, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, we are going to talk about the Netflix TV series Beef, uh, starring uh, Ali Wong and Steven Yun. Um, but before we do that, shall we do our recurring segment, What Have We Been Watching? I think we've watched a, a shared movie recently. Oh, right? yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, when you, when you said that, I was like, oh, what did I watch recently? But I actually did go to the cinema <laughs> yesterday. yesterday t- yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how much I That's how uh, yeah. memorable this movie is, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. We watched uh, uh, we first seen Dungeons and Dragons mm. by some director that I don't yeah. know, but um, uh, yeah, I think it's the uh, director of the movie Game Night, or no, no, one of the. Oh yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. I forget his name. I don't know. <laughs> Some guy. I forget his name too. Some <laughs> the guy, guy from Freaks so, and Geeks. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But not not to throw a shade at the guy, but uh, yeah, I was actually quite pleasantly surprised by this yeah. movie because yeah. you'd seen it first, mm. and you said it was pretty average. Pretty average. Yeah. I like, um, yeah. to be honest, I didn't have the best experience watching it. And coming out of the movie, I was like, yeah, it's all right. Was yeah, like, <laughs> you, told me, you told me that there were these two people laughing at every single Look, joke in I don't, the I'm, movie. I'm not going to be a hater. Like, fair enough. You enjoyed the film. Yeah. I like I, it. Props to you. It's good that you enjoyed the film. And I, I don't want to take away from anybody's enjoyment of the film. Uh, I'm talking specifically to the two people that sat next to us in the cinema here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they, they were so loud and like, they, they weren't doing anything bad. Like they were laughing at all the jokes, but it was just so like, so such laughter. Yeah. I guess obnoxious (laughs) is the right word to, to use. Like they were enjoying themselves, but like, because the laughter was so raucous and for me, like the jokes were, yeah, they were funny, but they weren't like laugh out loud funny and you know like it was like kind yeah. of like I, I might chuckle to myself a little bit but this yeah. their laughter was like so over the top that it made me second guess how funny the movie was <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> what where are you watching these movies then <laughs> like what is it with you sydney audiences <laughs> yeah like, i mean this, was, this is at dendy so it's kind of like the equivalent of nova as well like in melbourne oh the, like the higher class yeah yeah, the, yeah the small yeah. small the theater so like yeah um it's a quite intimate a setting i guess but yeah like they were having such a good time and i i felt bad like for not having a good time i guess <laughs> like as good a time yeah. as i'm like they'd be going like ah oh, chris pine he's such a good actor he's such a good actor and i'm like yeah is that what they were saying yeah, yeah, was yeah. Just, oh really <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I guess he's a good actor. I guess these jokes are funny, but I don't know, man. I don't know if it's that funny. <laughs> yeah, like that's fair enough. I mean, I had I had quite a pleasant experience watching this movie. I watched it at Hoints in Melbourne Central, so one of the bigger theaters in Melbourne, um, more popular chain as well. 
fairly packed theatre. I mean, the audience, yeah, sure, the audience chuckled here and there at moments and stuff, but there was never any, like, raucous, super laugh. raucous <laughs> laughter. Like, oh, Chris Pine is such an amazing actor. It was, it's quite, yeah. I find Mel- Melbourne audiences are generally quite good. Like, I've had, I have a very positive theatre experience watching movies in Melbourne. I mean, to be honest, like, th- this is the first time this specific kind of thing has happened to me. Like, it generally, I find audiences to be fairly normal. But you always tell me about your theatre experience, like <laughs> a couple fighting during June, and then when we oh, yeah. watched Broker, we were at Jurassic Park in the next store. Um, I'm pretty sure you told me about some other incidents Dude. that I don't remember, yeah. but you do have a lot of stories. Maybe I just hate from, people. Like... Maybe that's my problem, David. Maybe, maybe I need to be, like, completely alone in the theatre to enjoy a movie properly. Maybe I'm that broken. But I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Like, I, I th- I think this movie was fine. I think it was like, yeah, it was a, it was a fun movie. I think it was maybe like maybe the movie thinks it's funnier than it actually is at times. Um, like it is quite reliant on the jokes um, yeah. as opposed to like the events of the movie, I think. I found it actually quite funny because it's interesting. I saw the trailer for this movie mm. and I'm like, uh, yeah, it could be possible. Like I'm not really that keen to see it. And then, like, I'd seen so many ads for this movie. Yeah. Like, on t- they were really pushing this movie hard. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. all the network channels were pushing yeah, this movie. It was, movie. like, ad- lots of advanced screenings as well. Like, they were pretty yeah, eager yeah. to just get it out and, like, let people watch it. It like, seemed yeah, that they were yeah. really confident in the quality yeah, of the film. Yeah, they were quite confident. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I wasn't going to watch this movie after your review. I'm like, yeah, I'd probably give it a miss. Uh, like, we, we have a friend, and you probably know who I'm talking about, mm. who has a specific things for heist movies and i think okay he probably watched the trailer for the movie and it's like we're gonna need a team and then like <laughs> yeah. he probably clicked yeah, something yeah. in his brain and it's like we gotta watch this movie guys. I, I, think, I think he's <laughs> got a fondness for D as well i'm pretty sure he likes those community yeah, yeah, episodes yeah, we, about where they play D, you know um yeah, and yeah and, like I, I do too like um i i have ne- admittedly never played D D. But since mm. watching those community episodes, I have dabbled in some like YouTube channels where they play D and D, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah it looks yeah. like a fun time. Like if for creative people, um, yeah, and and mm. like it can be quite funny. So like that's what I like about this this film is like it did feel like very much like a a party a D&D of people, yeah, 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 and they're like just this high drinks, right? As opposed to yeah. like an overly serious like Warcraft esque movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it was just... very light, and it's interesting because I thought I was sick of this kind of movie, but like I watched it, I'm like, you know what? I'm actually really enjoying this movie. Like, it's not the most, you know, thoughtful film of all time, mm. and it has some plot contrivances as well. But I'm like, yeah, I didn't really care that much. Mm. Um, and like the action sequences were fine. Like Michelle Rodriguez does Michelle Rodriguez really well. Yeah. And you knew that ending was going to come. Like, you knew, like, without, yeah, we won't talk about spoilers, but I just knew, like, yeah, that ending was going to happen. Sure. Um, yeah, it's pretty um, and, pretty by the numbers. Yeah. But it was just like, you know, it was just a, kind of a fun movie. Uh, the chemistry between all the characters was good. Mm. Um, and even though it was, like, a CGI fest, it didn't even really bother me that much mm. either. Like, I particularly like the Druid escape sequence i thought that was really cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like the heist itself was quite fun yeah um so like yeah i surprisingly have quite little complaints and even like 
the violence in the movie, like, you know me, it either has to be, like, hard-hitting or not at all. Uh, mm. This is a very, like, PG level of violence, yeah. except for the guy that gets his head cut off very suddenly, <laughs> if you remember. I was just like, oh, fuck it up. It was like, he very, like, PG, like, kills those guards and then cuts the dude's head off. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but well, yeah, there's some no, people getting um, dissolved in acid as well. Yeah, like I mean, it's got, it's got uh, yeah, moments yeah, here and true. there, but yeah. it is for the most part pretty PG. Yeah, um, I'd, like you take your family. I think there were a couple of families that probably didn't get tickets to Mario that <laughs> came in and watched this movie or something. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is pretty. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's more about the humor of it. Um, and like I said, yeah. like it's it's fairly funny. I feel like. Um, there are some good gags in there, but a lot of the good gags were just in the trailers. So I had already seen yeah. them before, and like I, know, I thought the the Jonathan thing, the was Jonathan kind of thing funny. was funny, yeah, 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 yeah. And especially when they just kind you assume that they leave him for dead, mm. which looked funny because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like he's still breathing, <laughs> and then they just leave him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like Ugh. there's a there's a funny cameo as well. Um, that's mm. pretty funny. Yeah, I mean there, there's some good bits, and um, like yeah, the heist itself is is quite creative. Uh, I think maybe there was. One fetch quest too many for me, perhaps. Like I think maybe pacing was an issue. I felt kind of bored during some some bits of the film. But yeah, I think I'm in the minority here. I think this movie has done pretty well uh, for what it is. Has it done well? Like uh, apparently it hasn't done that well at the box office. Maybe like, maybe um, I'm thinking yeah. critically. Like people seem it's to like critically it. well. Yeah. yeah, like it's even like a lot of people who are critics of these kind of <laughs> movies, including myself. It has actually like kind of won over like i'm really surprised by this movie because like i was telling you yesterday like i was expecting to like not like this movie at all mm. I, I usually like you know i like my action quite intense mm. but yeah this is like this is such an easy movie to watch <laughs> uh not very anxiety inducing sure. which is the opposite of what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I definitely, I would recommend this movie. I, I think I gave it like three and a half out of five. Yeah. Would you be tempted to play D&D after this? Which I, I think I, is the ultimate plan of, of Hasbro. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, no, cause I used to play the, uh, I played the Bulger's Gate game oh, ages yeah. ago and like Neverwinter Nights as well. Mm. So I'm sort of familiar. I've never done like the tabletop stuff, but I do have like, uh, Divine Divinity Original Sin 2 that I bought off a sale ages ago. Oh, yeah. And I played it for a little bit, but I'm like, oh, this is like, it's one of those like time sync games. Mm, yeah, I think I played and it like, a bit as well. Yeah. Um, and even at this time and point, I still haven't finished Resident Evil 4, <laughs> which is actually quite long for a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, just we, we've been, we've been busy, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, um, yeah. Yeah, apparently um, this movie Hasbro needed kind of needed this movie to succeed. Otherwise, they might have lost uh, control of the IP that is D and D. Yeah, yeah. I think the shareholders were like, "Yeah, you got to do something with this. Otherwise, we're going to give with it to, to Wizards it. of the Coast." Oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think they've done pretty well with this movie, and I, I'm pretty sure it will get a sequel. Um, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't no, mind would, watching I, another one. Of yeah, these. I honestly wouldn't mind. I'm not sure it would be good, but like it's, I mean, the world, it's a pretty flexible world, mm. quite a quite a diverse world, yeah. as you would say. And I don't think they get put too much of the law in this movie. I think that it was a pretty nah, good you don't balance. Need to know. You don't yeah. need to know anything, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Like this might even be a movie that my mum might 
might like because it's quite light. Mm. Uh, I guess there are very little horror-esque elements if you're going to be talking about the the skeleton parts, but it's by no means scary, mm. I think. Actually, no, there are actually some some kind of like creepy bits. Like the Red Wizard is pretty... Yeah, she's like, there's the one bit where she's like hiding in the shadows behind a curtain. She's like whispering to one of the dudes. And I'm like, oh, shit. Anyway. um, (laughs) Good luck getting a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Good luck getting a um, segue to beef from this day in the <laughs> yeah there's a we we, we don't have one mm. um i didn't even eat beef for dinner so i can't even make a a, a quippy um thing about beef but um we're gonna talk yeah. about beef <laughs> beef yeah with the uh the new netflix show starring um steven yuen as danny cho danny cho mm-hmm. and ali wong as amy lau mm. and basically their characters uh danny and amy respectively, are caught in an incident of road rage against each other. Mm -hmm. And this little bit of pettiness escalates throughout the show. Quite a few genres in this show. Mm. Like, there's some elements that I didn't quite expect. (laughs) Well, I think at its its core, it is a revenge story, right? Like, um, both Mm. Danny and Amy are trying to get revenge on each other. Yeah, it is. I was actually thinking about that. And it's actually quite Korean. Mm-hmm. For an American show, it's written by uh, Lee Sung Jin, yep. who I haven't heard of before, but he's done a lot of writing gigs for a lot of sitcoms. It seems. Okay. Um, I think he did some for Two Broke Girls. Uh, I think he did another one for another like Asian American kind of show. Mm. And but yeah, this man, like, for a dude that I never, yeah, I'd never heard of until now. Mm. Like, he's written a really fucking good show, man. Mm. Like, I remember watching the trailer for this show, and I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good. Sure. But, like, it could be bad. Well, like, who knows? I mean, it's A24, so that's pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty good stamp of quality. It's, it's a good right stamp. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, A24 has some misses as well. But, sure. but like, you know, I'll, I'll give it, like, yeah. But A24 uh, combined with Steven Yeun, like, both of them are pretty good like indicators of quality <laughs> so yeah. i was fairly confident that this show was going to be good um yeah. and yeah it turns out it is pretty good so if you haven't watched yeah. it and you're, you're you want to watch it um pro- we'll talk we'll try to talk non-spoilers first i think before going into spoilers yeah. i think we can do that um, yeah, yeah. but yeah if you want to go in totally fresh probably go watch it it's all on netflix now so go watch it and then mm, before coming mm. back to this um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. So the inciting incident is a road rage incident, and uh, that sparks off this kind of um, uh, Danny and beef. Amy, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Danny and Amy going on their respective paths of revenge. But you're right. There, there is other stuff going on um, yeah. besides the revenge plot. One of the few TV series that features a majority Asian American cast. Mm that is a comedy mm-hmm. that is actually funny. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. That's it. Yeah. All right. I think um, I hear fans of Fresh Off, Fresh the, off boat. the Boat. Um, I'm sure that uh, Kim's Convenience, you know, I, have, I feel like I hear them knocking at your door, Tommy. <laughs> I haven't watched either yeah, of those um, shows. They might be all right. I don't know. I tried to watch Kim's Convenience once. I was like, yeah, not for me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just not good, right? <laughs> but the thing is like, Alright, yeah, if you like those shows, that's fine. Like, I'm never really a big fan of those very, like, light sitcom-esque shows. Mm. And um, 
like uh, Asian American media has come a long way. I can feel you especially. walking on eggshells. Choose your words, words. carefully. <laughs> because, like, look, I can I, hear people clicking the dislike button already. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, this is like this is our show, and we haven't been bored out yet. So this is just an honest opinion. Yeah. Um, especially since the days of I bring this movie up a lot, but yeah, you know, Crazy Rich Asians mm. is like. Uh, back in those days, that's when it started. But, like, I remember just seeing a lot of these very average, like, uh, rom-coms and sitcoms just come out featuring Asian-Americans or Western Asian demographic. Mm. And it's just, like, not, um, not... It wasn't very funny for me. I found them quite bland. I was just like, yeah, And, like, they were kind of being, like, celebrated a lot back then and I'm just like I don't know like I didn't re- I wasn't really that impressed by what was coming out mm. back then perhaps not that but, relatable for you yeah. as well right? like it's a different it's just, exp- it, it we comes are from Asian a very, but it's a very different yeah. demographic of it, Asian it's culture. kind of like the rich upper class kind of Asian <laughs> media perhaps. that haven't really struggled I don't think I don't know. That's that's kind of generalization. That's not to say but, that um, you and I have struggled. <laughs> yeah. But uh, definitely we're, you would gravitate more towards well. yeah. um, things like Minari um, and... Oh, most definitely. Like, when Minari and Farewell have come out, like, those movies are fantastic and they are, like, um, uh, Asian-American experience. But um, those movies still very much felt like Asian cinema, which is a good thing. Mm. But I think Beef, it doesn't feel like an Asian film. It feels like an American film, Mm. an American experience. But I mean this in, like, the best possible way. So uh, I feel that this is probably, to me, like, the most authentic if I... Like, this, this, this to me, this show is, like, the dream thing that I would want to create. Like, a majority Asian cast that speaks English, mm. that has touches of their, like, roots from their uh, ethnicities, but it's not the main function of the show. Sure. And, like, hats out to, like, fucking no mention of boba in this show. <laughs> no, no K-pop. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I like K-pop, but there's none of that, like super Asian. It, I feel like this show is not... It's not like, marketed as an Asian yeah, show, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's not like they're forcing mm. these kind of Asian buzzwords down our throats, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, But it feels so subtle, like, the way, like, um, you know, uh, Danny, when he goes, eats meals with his cousin mm. and his brother, they're like, yeah, we'll get some, like, uh, kimchi jjigae and stuff there mm. at a Korean restaurant. And, like... We'd just go out. We don't specifically get Lao food that much because there's not that many Lao restaurants in uh, Australia um, unless they're super expensive. But, Mm. yeah, we we go out and we eat Asian food quite often, you know. But they're not just eating, like... uh, Asian yeah, food all the time. Yeah, he eats some Burger like, King as well. Yeah, he eats some Burger <laughs> Like, I, I, I've actually fucking done that. Sometimes I'll just go to a fucking Macca's and then just, like, sit in the car park and, like, listen to a fucking podcast yeah. um, and just, like, eat a burger. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's yeah. super relatable. And that's the thing. It's, like, yeah. not not just their, their uh, experiences in the show, but the themes as well. They, they are... Some themes are tied directly into the, the character's heritage, but 
they are also themes that everybody can kind of relate to. Like I, mm. I would probably compare it to something like Everything Everywhere All at Once, where it's like, yeah. yes, the characters are Asian. Yes, they do Asian stuff, but it's, it's not what they're all about, right? It's like, mm, and it's mm. not what the movie is about. It's not what this TV yeah. show is about. It's just uh, a byproduct of their characters, you know? Mm. Um, so it feels organic. Yeah, it doesn't feel disingenuous. It's funny that you you, you mentioned everything everywhere all at once. Mm. The uh, I think the, the turnoff for some people of that movie is that it's weird. Um, this show is less weird than that movie. Yeah. But it's also still pretty weird. Like, there's some things that happen in the second half that I really wasn't expecting. It really, it really like, goes yeah. A24 in the second half. Yeah, yeah. really, really, it's really A24 production. Yeah. The thing, the thing about this show is I, I really, like, love the show, but it's admittedly not the most bingeable. Like, I watched this over a period of five days, mm. And um, if I wasn't recording a podcast, I probably would have even taken more time to watch the show. Because, like, I'm honestly, I I had just finished watching the last episode, like, a couple of hours ago. And I'm still, like, processing kind of, like, what I've seen. Mm. Like, this this would be a show where I would have liked to have watched again before, like, talking about it. Because right. there's just a... A lot, of, a lot of stuff happens, you know? Yeah, I think you're right. Like... The, I mean, it's not that long. It's 10 episodes, about 35 to 40 minutes an episode. But it's the anxiety. Yeah, it's, it's very it, it is anxiety very hard to watch inducing. at times. Especially, yeah. I feel like at the start, like Steven Yeun's performance of this, this character, Danny, that is just so downtrodden. Unhinged. And <laughs> yeah. like to the point where he is, yeah, unhinged and where he is like eating Burger King like on a on a like a mountainside by himself <laughs> yeah. and like his Bitcoin like investments are going down and is just having mm. like heart palpitations and like just nothing is going right. Like it felt like I felt that anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean a lot of that is is in the performance as well. Like Steven Yun is just brilliant. I like Steven Yun is fucking just He's got. He's had an Oscar nomination, so mm. he's definitely ha- received recognition. But like, man, this dude—he's yeah. just like his performance. Like, it, it cut me to the bone. If you're not familiar this, with him, it's yeah. Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yeah, you've probably seen him. But um, yeah, yeah. If, if you only know him from Walking Dead, tr- check out his other stuff. Like he, yeah, he man. rarely misses. He's 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 in a lot of good stuff. He's got a good body he's of got work. So much, he's got so much fucking range, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. especially he. He does unhinged really well in both the calm unhinged you've seen in Burning and mm. the like very I guess the American style unhinged you see in Beef. Mm. Like this dude, man, like fuck is Stephen Ewan. Yeah, and he's very he's, believable he's at this, as this character Danny, who is yeah. like this kind of yeah Korean American. Um, yeah. Like all his little American manneris- mannerisms, like his yo man, like kind of yeah. Um, like yeah, he, it's his relationship it with his brother and yeah. his cousin. Um, yeah, it, it it feels very American, um, mm. and you you only really catch glimpses of like his Korean heritage, like when he's he's talking about his dad, when he's co- talking about his like ideologies as well like his um he always talks about like how he doesn't fuck around with white women Uh, (laughs) um, and how uh western western psychology doesn't work on these devices yeah yeah yeah. so 
he you can see that he does kind of cling to his heritage as as a yeah. Korean American, but at the same time, like his mannerisms um, and his interactions with characters is quite American as well. So like mm-hmm. that, I think um, like honestly, I don't have. Um, I don't know many Korean Americans, but like to me, the performance seems like it's pretty spot on. I think I've met quite a few like Asian Americans who kind of have a similar like vibe to these guys. And Mm. I think it feels it's again, it's authentic. I think this is like the true eye to like an Asian American, like people like us, you know, Um, especially, yeah, uh, he's got his brother as well, Paul, Mm. who is probably, like, the most like me, maybe, quarter-life crisis, <laughs> and plays a lot of games. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think I, I would, I'm kind of, like, a mixture of Danny and Paul. <laughs> you, just you've got the, like, the anger of Danny mixed anger. in with the, like, the lack of direction of Paul. <laughs> the direction of Paul, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not like an Isaac, who's just, like, who's hey, just a, a bit bad far. person. <laughs> he's yeah, he's going a bit far. Yeah. You've got the beard um, of Isaac. <laughs> yeah, I've got the beard. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, all the shows. <laughs> in this yeah in movie so i i really like definitely relate to the these characters but mm-hmm. i mean we're, we also have to talk about ali like, wong, ali wong. Yeah, she's, yeah she, she's very good she knocks it out of the park man mm-hmm. i mean i i really enjoyed her in always be my maybe mm. that we talked about oh yeah, yeah. briefly last year with, with nat yeah i think in one of our episodes and like yeah i enjoyed her performance then and always be my maybe was actually one of the better Asian American rom coms that mm. came out. I was very pleasantly surprised by that movie. Yeah. She's a comedian. Um, I haven't seen any of her stand up. Uh, so, like, her comedic uh, talents show in Always Be My Maybe, but like her acting chops in this, mm. like, I she's was got a lot of fucking dramatic moments in, in this show. She, she does, like, pained fake smiling yeah, so well so good. it's just it's so you can just <laughs> feel it like every time like the thing is like because amy's character ali wong's character she plays amy who is the the rich asian side of things mm. but like the way they've done it in this show is that she is uh sympathetic you know like mm. she's trying to uh think of her family yeah. she's got like a business yeah, she, and is, she wants she to is sell su- it she's successful but that has come at a price, right? Like yeah. she's she's severely overworked. Uh, yeah. Like she's sacrificed a lot uh, in this kind of race for financial freedom, uh, like mm. her mental health, her time with her daughter. Uh, and she's like, she's trying to sell off her company so that she can finally relax. But the stress of the deal has just put her on edge, which which yeah. is, is cause. And, and she doesn't have an outlet as well for her frustrations because mm. like her husband... <laughs> her husband George. <laughs> George Joji, yeah. So George he he means well. Um but yeah, he's he's got this kind of naive uh like child like energy to him where he's just like yeah. he's so carefree because he's never had to worry about money. Um so and so he doesn't really understand her position uh, and her frustrations. And he doesn't, like, let her vent her frustrations at all. Like, every time yeah, she tries yeah. to vent her frustrations, she's like, he, he just stops her. And he's like, just, okay, let's take a deep breath. Let's calm down. Good, yeah, let's, that's, that's, let's write in our I positivity sure, I, journals or whatever. I, I really like this character because you... You get you it. You kind of know someone like yeah, this. You yeah. get it. It's like, they mean well, but they're like... 
super kind of annoying at mm. the same time. Just like someone, that's the thing of it. Like you, you can't just be positive all the time because yeah. it just it just does not work. You know, mm. um, it, it's it'll it'll explode, and that's the interesting chemistry between Danny and Amy. It's like it's really hard to explain because. They don't share a lot of on-screen time, yeah. but every time they're on screen together, there is like an odd chemistry that's almost like slightly seductive, I think. Mm. But also like, yeah, it's 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 weird, like because they obviously hate each other because mm. they you know they keep having goes at each other throughout the rest of the show, yeah. and like much of the plot is like little bits of pettiness that get under each of their characters' skins, mm. but then they kind of, like, use that frustrations to vent it on each other based on this road rage incident, yeah. and it kind of just, like, escalates. But, yeah. like, yeah, there's a, there's a really weird... Um, yeah, there is a, there's a certain chemistry. chemistry. Like, you, you could perceive it as a sexual chemistry. Like, I feel like in a different mm. movie, they probably would have ended up as a couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, and you're right, they don't actually share a lot of on-screen time together uh like a lot of it is them kind of doing their own thing and things not going their way because of something that the other has done like off uh like wow in like not on screen i guess yeah mm. they're like affecting each other's lives but kind of indirectly right mm. like um and yeah i think that's really effective as well i think that works with the pacing of the show too because like when i first started watching it i messaged you and i was like oh I feel like this could have been a movie uh, with the mm, way things mm. are going. But, um, yeah, like the way that each episode is kind of broken up, um, they have time to focus on Amy and they have mm. time to focus on Danny separately uh, mm. as opposed to them kind of being in the same scenes together, which would have severely cut down the runtime, I feel like. Mm, mm. Um, but, yeah, like I think overall... I think the format is quite good. Like the 10 episode format is quite good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it gave a lot of breathing room for the characters to kind of just tell their own individual stories as opposed to mm, the story yeah. of them together, which I think was mm. really effective. And I think was the overall purpose of the show was to, yeah. to kind of make the audience see where both of these characters are coming from. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way as you as well. Like for first few episodes, like I watched I watch with the Sun Man and we were cracking up. Um, but I was like, yeah, you know, I maybe would have preferred this as a film, like just one two hour long movie. But as the show went on, I'm like, I'm not sure if they would be able to fit as much into the movie. Because it kind of like each piece feels quite, uh, it felt like there's a purpose for each scene. And like, as you said, the breathing space as well was important. And I love, like, depressing shows, but, like, the show is so (laughs) anxiety-inducing because as much as we say we love the performances and the characters, as people, no one is really likable in this show. They're all terrible, except for the little girl. The little girl is pretty good. Except for the little girl. (laughs) Uh, But, like, each character is just very human, Mm. I think. Actually, (laughs) thinking about it now, there's one particular character that I quite liked, uh, Edwin. He's in oh, the yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his turn is really funny because he's <laughs> kind of like that really like positive uh, team leader in the church. Mm. And I find that um, 
portrayals of Christianity when it comes to Koreans is like the most positive I've ever seen like Christians like depicted in film. Because no. anytime I've seen like besides true, it's uh, like Seventh Heaven <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but any any movie where there's like a religious like faction or Christians, it's always like that really um, like deep south like yeah, yeah, fear mongering yeah. kind like of person. The devil's all and the time in here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like I, I find I like. I find all the Christian stuff in, like, even in Minari, it happens. It's like, oh, it's actually quite, like, you can see why people would go to a church because there's a good sense of community. Mm. But then Edwin comes in and he's, like, all <laughs> positive and stuff. And only after one basketball game, when he starts nah, losing, I mean, you he's see like... <laughs> it, you see it before then, in fairness. Like, you can, can like, from his you first interaction, face, you can see yeah. that kind of insecurity peaking. Um, but yeah, he does definitely spiral, <laughs> and yeah, like a lot of these characters spiral <laughs> in this show. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's not a good really situation for anyone. <laughs> nobody How? really, yeah, nobody's really having a good time throughout this show. <laughs> How would you describe the humor in this show? Because like, this this is definitely my kind of humor. Like I, mm. but it's all it's like. It's not entirely slapstick. It's a black and comedy, it's, I'd it's, it's say. Not, yeah. yeah, for sure. But like, it's not even like. Is yeah, I guess so. Because the humor, it's it's like the because the reason it's funny is because it's so like grounded in reality that like um, the absurd things that happen, they're not that absurd. Like, yeah, you can yeah, actually so, see yeah. them happening in real life. And that yeah. kind of, like, a link to, to reality is what I found um, the funny aspects of it, but also what I found to be the most uncomfortable aspects of it is, like, um, yeah, I could I could totally see this happening, even to me. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that's the dark humour part of it. Mm. It's funny, like, uh, the bit where... Um, like Mia, the assistant, uh, Amy's assistant. She, yeah. I don't quite remember the, the context, but she's like, "Gomen nasai." <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. Um, to, <laughs> and she's like, "What?" It's like it means sorry in Japanese. And then, like, I've I've definitely seen that happen, <laughs> where like your well-meaning white friend is like kind of trying to be respectful, but in turn, it's kind of like cringe at the same time yeah, I, found, yeah, I found that really funny yeah. but um, and you've got characters like Jordan as well like the the rich billionaire ah, tycoon Jordan who's just like just culturally er- appropriating all over the place <laughs> yeah that's it but like you have to, that's the thing like she Amy has to suck up to this character so much mm. and that's like the interactions between her and Jordan is just so fucking vain. And it's just like, it, she says it. She's like, I don't want to fucking hang out with my boss. I just <laughs> want her to give me the fucking deal, yeah. you know? And it's just like, because there's so much of work culture is like, you know, your bosses maybe. Uh, I can't say that mo- all of them are disingenuous. Like a lot of people do have like good relations with their bosses as well. But like mm. when it's something as high stakes as that, and, like I think a lot of people can really like, yeah, it's like, oh, I don't, like, I kind of just want to live my own life. Like, I don't Don't want to eat mushrooms and foam with you. I don't want to eat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, foam thing. That was so funny. There's like, there's like this one really funny edit where, like, it's really hard to explain. I, I don't quite remember the image, but it's like this foam that's coming up like a stick <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, 
And then this person is just swirling this foam around, <laughs> and it just look and this look and really like funny. The, there's like this foam, it like kind of like blo- plops off the <laughs> off the wand that they using. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly the shot that you're talking about. It's, it's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love that. Like that's the that's the absurdity of like being super rich. Hmm. It's just like this is these these, these <laughs> things that you just fucking like. It's 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 brilliant, and then like. You, I think because you still have, like, Amy, who's still kind of not quite to that level mm. yet. So she's that's, I think that's what keeps her quite relatable to someone like me and you yeah. is because, like, it's someone that is not, like, still reaching that level but still being pushed down. Mm. And I think that's, very, that's a very, like, Korean feeling of the, the being oppressed kind of thing where you're never really going to get higher than your boss or whatever, you, right. you always feel like someone is looming over you. Mm. So that's where I feel like a lot of the the more subtle Korean cultural sensibilities comes into the show. Mm. It's just like looming gloom that you can never really get mm-hmm. anywhere yeah. without being like screwed over. Yeah. You know? Definitely you see yeah. that in Danny's character as well. Mm. Like he yeah. he's just trying to be successful as well. It's just like Amy. He's just trying to bring his parents over, man. And that's such a that's such a heartbreaking um uh motivation. hundred percent. I think yeah. But yeah. it's like he's so stuck into this, this rat race and he yeah. doesn't see an end to it. Like he sees people like Amy and at one point he asks her, like, are you happy? Like, do I have to get to your point to be happy? Yeah. And she just yeah. straight up tells him like, nah, yeah, like even if you get to my point, it doesn't mean you're going to be happy. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's the reality of that situation that, that really uh, like hammers home that theme of, of oppression of like, being so downtrodden by this system that mm. <laughs> that tells us, you know, like if you work hard and you can become successful and then that, that'll make you happy. But the reality is it's not always the case. It sucks. <laughs> one, of, one of the best things about this show, and I think I told you about it, is the fucking soundtrack, man. Mm. Like, it, like, this soundtrack slaps. It's mm. like... 90s early 2000s like angsty like rock, rock yeah, stuff yeah and it just this 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 was like i feel like yeah like me and lee sung jin like we have a very similar taste in music <laughs> when we were growing up and like i I'd, I'd never seen like uh asian american property that had this kind of good music <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, like, <laughs> yeah, you i know? think uh, every every end credits like there's there's a pretty good track from like the nineties yeah. or two thousands. Like Incubus yeah, is there, um, Huberstank is Incubus, there. Incubus, Huberstank, yeah. System of the Down, um, Smashing Pumpkins, fucking, I think. even Bjork, yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. They used the um, Today in the trailer. That's where like that really got me. They got the Offspring as well. Uh, I think they used like I'm having a look at the official soundtrack that's on um, Spotify, and they've got like yeah, Limp Biscuit. Like man, I'm like. I, I, I was, like, listening to the soundtrack, like, when I was, like, driving earlier today. Mm. Luckily, no road rage incidents. <laughs> um, there was one, like, a couple of weeks ago where I wanted to smash this woman's face, but I didn't. Okay. Um, Good. Like, could have had a TV uh, show, <laughs> Could have had a TV show. <laughs> yeah, could have lost everything. Um, but, but, yeah, just, I think, uh, I think is, do you think that's a millennial thing? Like, do you think? This just kind of, I think so, yeah. yeah. I feel like people our age are, like starting to be like in the industry and creating things. And I think it's kind of like, I imagine Lee Sung Jin was probably watching like a lot of like stuff that I was talking about. It's like, 
I can do much better than this, or this doesn't represent me. Yeah. So he's gone and made something and done something about it, you right, know? Right. We've, we've had a go at, at like soundtracks in the past, like Resident Evil, the Netflix TV <laughs> series. Like just, yeah, yeah. But there's a difference between that and, and this use of music. Like it, it, this mu- use of music feels genuine. It feels like it's coming from a place where um, like this kind of, yeah, Asian millennial <laughs> Yeah, phase yeah. of life where like it it's put there with the audience in mind you know mm, as opposed yeah. to it being put there for like i don't know for for branding sake i for guess for branding sake yeah <laughs> like i mentioned in like in with like black adam and playing uh pen at black mm. it's just like you don't listen to this <laughs> you just think it was cool but like yeah um i mean <laughs> the funniest moment for me does involve a soundtrack uh and it, it's the first episode, like that. <laughs> the ending of that oh, first yeah, episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> is like uh, I was watching it with some man, and like we laughed out loud. <laughs> Not even at the reveal of what Danny has done, <laughs> but just the the intro, like the the, the intro chords yeah, to the reason. It's so recognizable, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, especially for us because we all, we kind of clown on the song at karaoke. Yeah, because Hoopastag does have an Asian lead singer. I think that's what we were really, yeah, yeah. That's what we gravitated towards when we were growing up. And then, like, there was always a performance that I think was on. I don't know if it was on uh, YouTube. I, think it was I don't know how the we MTV saw it. Music Awards, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And he, <laughs> he would like because he wasn't admittedly probably not the best singer. Sure, <laughs> like yeah. he sounds good in the studio, but live probably he just didn't have you the couldn't, vitality. Couldn't hit the who <laughs> couldn't hit, hit the, the high notes. notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he would let the audience do it. So <laughs> every time we sang the reason at karaoke, we'd always like every time he would like get the audience to, we would like shove the microphone in other people's faces. <laughs> yeah, and so we, we, we always is... do this. <laughs> <laughs> so we always we always did that. And like yeah we sang that song every time and it was always one of our like really drunk songs as well. Yeah yeah. So to see that just come onto a show at a really like funny moment and also very that's very like <laughs> the lyrics to the song really fit, <laughs> like, the themes. Yeah. But it's also, like, quite a big juxtaposition as well. Like, yeah, I thought that was just, like, a bit of a comedic... Just just a great scene. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I think I saw Ali and Stephen talk about it in an interview. They do, like, a they do like a breakdown of that shot. Oh, yeah. And there's like something that Ali does at the end where uh, Amy does like a very like subtle smile after she's um, chasing Stephen Nguyen. So, I mean, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but like right, right. Stephen Nguyen basically pisses I think it's in the trailer. Bathroom. So, yeah, it's all right. Oh, yeah. But she, she's chasing him down. Um, and then she does like this kind of... I, di- I didn't even notice her until she talked about it, but she does this kind of like very like little smile during the rage and it's kind of like that's when we're talking about the chemistry between these two characters is that Mm. she's never really been allowed to vent her anger yeah yeah at all so now that she has like this connection to anger it like kind there's kind of a pleasure to it yeah it's kind of like why like i like listening to metal and stuff and like you know why people sometimes kind of are addicted addicted to depression or Mm. or suffering it's just like this is kind of human connection to anger 
that people maybe sometimes people crave. Yeah. So when you have a character like George, like who's just always fucking positive, well, it's really fucking annoying, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's just like just let me. I don't want to fucking write in my go. positivity journal, <laughs> in my thankfulness journal, George. I just want to be angry, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, I think that's I, probably I like, an Asian yeah. sentiment as well, right? Is yeah, like yeah. that kind of repression of anger uh, is mm. quite common um, with. Asian people that are perhaps our age, maybe, yeah, and definitely people older than us. Uh, We're always kind of taught to, like, not really let the anger show, not really let the anger out. That's why kind of, like, heavy metal is not uh, really uh, that widely listened to in the Asian community of people our age anyway. Um, So, yeah, like, I think that's a really good kind of way to show Ali's character in a nutshell is that Mm. she's just been looking for this outlet of anger. And even though, like, the anger isn't maybe necessarily what she wants to feel, at least she's able to feel it finally Mm. and, like, let it out. Yeah, good shit. Uh, It's a good-looking show as well. We should talk about, like, how good the show looks. It looks very A24. Mm. Um, I really like the the artwork that's at the title card of each episode. Mm, mm. Um, It's quite, like, highbrow, but also (laughs) kind of like that postmodern, like, it's depressing to look at. It definitely fits. So they, these each are show. actually yeah. original artworks from uh, by David Cho, the actor that plays Isaac. Yeah, he's a he's an artist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and a podcaster. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Um, like art, I think plays a pretty big part in the show as well. Like um, mm. uh, like George mm. is a sculptor. George's family is you know they come from a long line of artists. Like uh, George's yeah. dad is a famous sculptor as well who's responsible for the tamago chair. Tamago chair, yeah. <laughs> Which is a, yeah, a very famous chair uh, designed mm. off his mum's butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, even the, the stuff at Jordan's house as well. Like she's got a bunch of like um, headdresses <laughs> from, like, <laughs> from different, different cultures. cultures. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah play, plays a big part in it. And yeah, um, that stuff definitely is allowed to shine. Um, but even like the, the shots of like um, David's uh, world as well. So like um, his, his house and, and the house that he wants to build for his parents, the plot of yeah. land that uh, he's, he's trying to purchase, like all of that looks really good as well. Like I've never seen LA looking as good as it does in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in some shots at the end, um, uh, which we'll probably save till spoilers, but uh, yeah, just a lot of beautiful scenery in general. Yeah. Even just the, like, the lived-inness of, like, uh, Danny and Paul's apartment. Like, mm. it's obviously supposed to look, like, quite scraggly and, you know, quite middle class. But just with the placement of everything, like, you know, especially, like, yeah, the, for the first shots of uh, Paul, like, playing games, it's like, if you, if you know, if you want to know what my room looks like, you can just watch that scene. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. That's basically that's basically me. I'm in the middle of a game, you know. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did a lot of multiplayer. It, it beat me that, but I'm actually editing, not <laughs> playing games. Yeah, you got twice um, on one screen, and, and yeah, I got twice on one screen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I don't know which one's more pathetic, really. Just, uh, <laughs> either way, <laughs> they're both the uh, signs of uh, 
single 30s Asian dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that contrast of like their apartment and uh, Amy's house as well, like Amy's house is, you know, is very well put together. Um, mm. You know, everything is, she's designed the kitchen herself. It's a, uh, what does he call it? A timeless kitchen. Um, <laughs> yeah, timeless kitchen. Yeah. The kitchen looks very timeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like it, it's so kind of manufactured as well. Um, which also kind of like represents Amy's uh, uh, character. Is like mm. everything has to be so manicured. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even if she doesn't feel like doing it, like appearances are, is quite important. But yeah. Um, do you, before we get into spoilers, do you have anything else to say about this show? No, just just go watch it. Go support like good Asian American content. Um, don't be one of those guys that says we love this shit, but then just never watch it ever mm. again. But on, because, honestly, like, I would too hard. I would say um, don't watch it if you're expecting if you're banking on like uh, Asian stuff. You know, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not really there. Yeah, but you should. It shouldn't have to be there. exactly. It's like, a, it's a good show on its own, I think, and yeah. and that's kind of why we like it. I think like um, yeah. I don't like we try. Not to harp on about representation that much. Yeah, we say that a lot, but we do. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah. Just, like, it's important. Of course it's important. Yeah, but yeah. It, it shouldn't be the make or break <laughs> yeah. point of a show, right? Like a show should yeah. be able to stand on its own two feet as as just a good thing. And I think this, this show definitely does. Yeah. It's definitely like, yeah, it's definitely probably Netflix's best TV show in a while. Like, it's, it's weird because, like, there's another show that I really like that I saw this year, like The Michael. Mm. And, like, yeah, I like them both a lot for very different reasons. Um, very, very completely different feelings <laughs> watching those shows. Like, um, uh, we're, we're probably going to do an episode of The Michael at some point. Yeah. But, uh, like, just a little bit on that. Like, that show makes you feel good when you watch it and relax. <laughs> Whereas this show, it's like... I, I can probably understand why maybe this show might turn some people off. It's because it is not really an easy watch. It's really anxiety-inducing, and it's like it's depressing, you know. Mm. Uh, it's a it's a, like a it's a tragedy almost, right? Yeah, um, it's heavy stuff. But that being said, you should watch heavy stuff because people are very soft <laughs> these days, and. It, the image of a skull seems to send people off on a fucking riot. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was watching, um, I'm probably going to mention this in another episode, but like I was watching teens react to Slipknot um. and like, yeah, I had to go back to the hospital. After <laughs> I, got, I got diagnosed. I got diagnosed with cancer. I was like, oh yeah. So, uh, hey doc, I just watched this vid and it's like, oh, <laughs> just imagining you like watching it on your phone <laughs> while eating a Burger King sandwich and just like <laughs> grabbing your like left arm. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like, uh, like that, that might even be fucking content someday, just me rewatching because it just, <laughs> nah, I'd, I'd get cancelled, so I probably can't do that because <laughs> I felt like I, I, I would turn into Stephen Nguyen's full. <laughs> beef mode if I had to watch it it was yeah it was cancer interesting but that's that's my rant go watch this show it's good it's good (laughs) alright let's talk spoilers Um, so the ending of it yeah what do you think well before we get into the ending Mm. what do you think of that fucking like psychological horror aspect that suddenly comes in oh yeah so the Amy (laughs) Amy after she after George has left her and taken um, Junie away from her 
um, she she starts hating herself, and that hatred yeah. of herself comes out in visual representation when she looks in the mirror and sees this horrific goblin yeah. woman staring back like, at her. Yeah, because she she does this because she's like in her twenties, so it's like it's it's kind of a sign of a trauma that's not really explained too much. Mm. I don't think it needs to, but like it's there and she's basically i think she's paid like an older guy to have sex with her while she's like covered herself in a blanket or something Mm. and then she's looking into the mirror and she sees herself as this goblin person when i was watching it like and i saw that i was like what the fuck is that Mm. (laughs) i was like what what is and it was quite scary because i did not expect this kind of it, it's kind of horror imagery. Yeah. And it's say? only it's there like, for one very, episode. Well. Yeah, yeah, it's like very kind of like Baba Duke style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's the thing. Like, when it's, and that's why I said it becomes very A24. Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> it ends up, they end up explaining it kind of throughout the course of that episode. It's like, um, I think she first sees the goblin woman when she catches her dad cheating on her mom. Uh, yeah, and she yeah. sees the woman that he's cheating with as the goblin woman. Yeah. Um, and then it becomes kind of like this this entity that is always watching Amy and making sure that she behaves correctly. Man, that's so fucking scary, man. Just you explaining it <laughs> like gives me chills. Like, yeah, I was not expecting it at all. And it's like, yeah, yeah. very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, no, yeah. it was cool. Um, and I think that's kind of like almost the beauty of the A24 label is that when yeah. weird shit like that happens... It's not completely out of nowhere because it is an A24 product, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's weird, but it's A24, I guess. So it's not the weirdest thing that could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pretty big, like, climactic shootout at the in the second last episode, mm. like, before we get into the NN, yeah. where it's like, yeah, basically, uh, I mean, if you're listening to this point, you probably would have watched the show, but, like, it's when, like, Isaac is holding uh, Amy and hostage along with Jordan and um, <laughs> Naomi, Jordan's, like, half-sister. Slash and, like, fiancé. The running to the panic room yeah. is, like... <laughs> when... <laughs> I, I didn't expect Jordan to, like, get cut in half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, because this movie is quite violence-free. Uh, there's a lot of coarse language and there's, like, punching and stuff, but it's, like... It's adult in a very different way. Mm. So when this happens, it's not quite horror. And they don't really show it either. Mm. But it's almost like, ooh. I mean, I it's like, I thought like she was just going to like not get in. But like, yeah. no, nah, well, she's the first, cut in it's half. It's the first death that, that is shown in the show. And yeah, what a death. Yeah. She's like yeah. crushed by the door and then proceeds yeah. to get cut in half by the door repeatedly slamming yeah. into her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's just hilarious, right? Like the whole scene where like she's running and um, Naomi is like ahead of her, and you know exactly what's going <laughs> to happen. Exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> but then they subverted your expectation. Yeah. I did not. Ex- I did not expect Jordan to die because, like, I mean, like for lack of a better description, it's it's quite light in violence before that actually happens, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, it, it gets it escalates, man. There's a lot of like, things that happen through the show, like, there's a lot of deceit. Mm-hmm. It just builds up, like, that that lie, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, that ends up in a fucking shootout and, like, people die. Yeah, like, one of uh, 
Isaac's the the white, the white guy. guy, guy. <laughs> white guy gets I think Bobby <laughs> lives. Clipped. The other Korean yeah, guy. Yeah, Bobby lives. lives. Yeah, he just gets a, he just gets arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all all the all the main white people in the show die. Mm. Jordan and Bobby. So maybe that's just a, a little thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. Actually, yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, thought of that. Now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was like, I was very surprised because you like you hate her character. Mm. You hate Jordan because mm. like you are so invested in Amy's journey. Just give her the fucking deal and then piss off. But then when you like, she dies quite a grisly death. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, that's uh, yeah, you know, that's <laughs> like when you kind of start questioning your yourself i suppose <laughs> like yeah that's yeah very enjoyable yeah it's that um that episode as well though has like probably one of my favorite parts of the series is like when the reveal of like danny just always yeah. sabotaging paul and always being yeah. the one that's holding him back where like yeah. throughout the course of the show you think you kind of feel like it's the other way around like paul is this kind yeah. of like uh good for nothing moocher um yeah. he's always like creating barriers for danny and always kind of holding danny back whereas like yeah. the reveal is that yeah danny threw away his college applications because yeah. danny just always wanted to be with paul, with paul. um yeah. and like always try to be at the same level and in doing so he's he's been holding holding him back his whole life yeah. Um, which is like so tragic and like it's, it's, it's a despicable tra- it's very, thing on it's Danny's very part. despicable yeah. yeah but you still don't hate Danny which is weird like it's almost it's very it's unforgivable what he's done mm. because that is his brother's life his brother as we said like he as the show kind of is leading leads quite a like pathetic life but you see hints of his like you know uh ability to push through I mean like I don't know jack shit about crypto, but he seems to have done it quite well. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he he's like he's capable, and Amy says it to him as well, and she literally says, "Yeah, your brother's holding you back," mm. and she's like, she probably didn't know, but she was like absolutely right. He's just like his brother, Danny. Probably has this complex of him wanting to just be the older brother, because I think it's like that like Asian maybe that kind of older mentality thing where the older brother no. is always going to be looking after the younger brother. Yeah. But that it's doesn't like that, really... that Korean hierarchy yeah. as well, I think. Like, yeah, like yeah. Isaac brings it up a couple of times, right? It's like, yeah, you yeah. know, when the Maknes get out of line, you got to fucking slap him and shit. You yeah. got to slap, slap him, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't really work in the kind of the American way. Like, and that's, I think that's the subtle point of just like being Asian Americans. Like you, the, these values they clash, you know, mm. like you can't always abide by them, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated, you know, yeah. like, I think, you, I you think Paul really and Danny's yeah. relationship was probably for me, the strongest part of the show. Mm. Like I, yeah. maybe it's just cause like, I can kind of relate as like having that same, not, not the same dynamic, but like having that older yeah. brother, um, uh, relationship, um, and yeah. being fairly intimate with it. Like the, the scene where they're in the club together as well, and Danny's trying yeah. to give Paul this advice and Paul, yeah. like, he doesn't really respect Danny um, yeah. because, like, um, like Danny's kind of way of thinking is not in line with his own and he feels yeah. that it's kind of outdated and he's just, like, he just wants his older brother to, like, forget about all those arbitrary rules, you know? Like, yeah. forget about, like, having to to please mom and dad and having to, like, kind of stay this, this course that has been laid out with you. Just live. And yeah, like just that line yeah. is just so hard hitting because yeah, it's quite hard hitting. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's true because like yeah, for us Asians who have come from different backgrounds, there's kind of 
I guess, obligation to hold to your roots a bit. And I still think that is the case, that you should have that aspect of you, but it's also, like, embracing, like, the Western side of things, you know? Mm. Like, the, the new way of life. Yeah. And I think that's that's the subtlety of being uh, Asian-American or Asian-Australian, you know? Uh, I mean, we come from different continents, but we have quite a similar society, I think. Mm. And it's just, it's it's different. And I think this is, one, one of, like, one of the times where it has, like, been explored quite subtly. Um, the other, t- like, it's always been A24 that's done <laughs> it, I guess. Yeah. Except for, um, there's actually a, a really good uh, movie called The Half of It, um, which maybe we should talk about someday. It's about, like, this uh, Chinese girl. She's like a lesbian Chinese girl mm. and she writes like love letters for like this dude to like a girl that she likes or something. Yeah. I think that movie does it really well. Okay. As, as, like it kind of has that cultural aspect of it, but it's not like in your face. It's not like, yeah, we make dumplings all day and then <laughs> like, you know, yeah. And then we only eat Asian food, but then we love European con- colonial art, crazy <laughs> rich Asians. But, you know, that's all right. Yeah. It's, you know, so there's this good stuff. There out are there, different anyway. interpretations <laughs> of this uh, Western Asian experience, and some of them we agree with, some of them we don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, this yeah. this representation definitely, I, I feel like, um, is the one that I kind of feel is the more accurate, or feel more of a uh, kinship towards. Mm, um, yeah. Like yeah, I think because of Danny's kind of blue collar roots and his relationship with his brother, I feel like a bit more invested in his character um which is not to say that amy's character is not you know and not a strong character as well um it's just that yeah that other side of the the thing is is a bit more foreign to me i would say mm, yeah. um, like that kind of upper class <laughs> um mentality but then again like she has some kind of like relatable aspects as well i wouldn't say i'm too because i think i know amy's like, I, I know some people that are like that. Mm. Not, like, fake, but I know people who live in that world, I think. Mm. So I, I, that's so that's why I kind of find Amy quite relatable, too. Like, there's just, like, I kind of get her struggles because I, I think I have friends who probably go through those same struggles as well. Mm. So it's not, it's not too foreign to me. It's not like Bling Empire where they've just, like, complaining but they're like mega rich well you don't know though you don't know what those guys are going through tavi maybe they're seeing demon women in the mirror as well (laughs) well you know you you gotta show me that then i might actually care about you not just having a good time all the time yeah Yeah, but that's the thing they can't show you tavi because they're so repressed you know like and i I think that's a really strong uh, aspect in this show as well is that like you never really know what people are going through um, yeah. And like, the, yeah, you know, Amy and Danny don't really understand each other until they actually have a chance to, to sit down and have a conversation with each other as they're dying so from eating the, the wrong berries. <laughs> yeah, so this is the, the end. Yeah, the last, the last episode is quite, a, quite an interesting one because it really, it really pushes pumping the brakes a lot mm. in the last episode. It's the most... It's the most relaxing one, I think. Mm. It's basically after all the shit has happened with the shootout and Jordan's been cut in half and Paul is maybe dead. Like, yeah, it's uh, like uh, Daddy and Amy, like they they crash in the wilderness, like literally 
clash cars with each other and crash and yeah. they're kind of out for each other's teeth but they end up yeah they end up bonding you know they're like yeah they had these these shrooms one of these berries yeah. poison berry things and then like they start tripping and it's it's actually a, it's actually a really nice episode like I felt quite relaxed and this is just like from the really great chemistry mm. that Stephen Yuen and Ali Wong have together mm. like it's the most that they share on screen time it's it's all them through the whole episode yeah you know and it's just like after all like the shit that they've been through and they go for a lot of shit mm. through, through the, <laughs> the show it's just like it's just them finally understanding each other and, and, and they explain a lot of what we as yeah. the audience have already seen and already know but because they're yeah. explaining it to each other it's so cathartic to watch. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, oh, finally, they're just having a conversation. Like, this is what they <laughs> yeah. needed to do from the start <laughs> of the show. Yeah. And they're finally having the chance to do it. <laughs> um, there's a yeah. there's a really cool part where, like, they kind of switch bodies. <laughs> and it's, switch bodies, it's, yeah. like a, it's like a representation of, like, yeah, they're not different. They're not very different. Yeah. Like, um, they, they actually have a lot in common. Um, yeah, and and there's some shit with crows going on. As well. Yeah, the crow, just crow some A24 talker. weirdness. A, A24 weirdness there, yeah. <laughs> just kind of like lightening the mood a bit. I thought but, that, yeah, I, I thought the crows I, would come back into play. Like you can see, like crows throughout the course of the show. Um, yeah, yeah, like they kind of like Steve, uh, Danny comments that crows like him. Uh, Amy like points a gun at a crow at one point, and, and uh, yeah. I think it's just that kind of like um, symbolism that North symbolism of like yeah, yeah. the watches you know <laughs> i guess there's a lot like all the t- episode titles are based off like quotes from like famous writers mm. like um like kafka and sylvia plath oh, yeah. and it's like yeah all, all like authors like which have read like most of their books so again it's probably like another like me and Lee Sung Jim probably like jerking off over dostoevsky <laughs> and stuff there's no dostoevsky references in this show so zero out of trash but um, (laughs) yeah don't watch it retract everything i've said (laughs) and end the podcast here right now but no um yeah and uh the ending itself is quite sudden where like george comes in it's like get your hands this is after him like and he just shoots (laughs) just shoots daddy I, i also didn't expect this and it's like a little bit convenient, but I was like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. He just shoots Danny. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, they kind of, um, like, Danny's on, on the breathing machine and then, like, uh, Amy kind of just snuggles in with him. Mm. But then it kind of, like, he moves his hand around her and he's so he's still alive. Yeah. Um, he's going to jail, dude. Th- he's going to jail for a long time, probably. <laughs> probably. But do you, do you think do you think there's going to be another season of this show? Like, um, what do you think? I didn't really think of that, to be honest. I don't know if there's much more story to tell now that they've found common yeah. ground, you know? Like, I was thinking about this because, like, the beef is over mm. between them, but is there beef between, like, the brother, like, Paul and Danny, mm. because, like, Danny's revealed to Paul that he's thrown away his shit. Mm. Um, and George is divorcing Yeah, um, But the thing is, like, they're both Amy. at rock bottom now, right? So, yeah. like, the, the sh- this show, um, or this season of this show, is basically watching them go from pretty good to, like, rock bottom. 
So now that yeah. they're at rock yeah. bottom, there's not really that much room for them to go. Um, yeah. I mean, I, Isaac is still out there, I guess. So like, <laughs> you could. <can laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, like I, I like shows, uh, especially a lot of Asian media where they don't wrap everything up. And I think the point of the show is that like, you, you're always going to be going through suffering, you know, you're always going to be going through some form of pathos. Mm. But you just have you just have to move forward. So I think I don't know. I think a season two would weaken the show. I think mm. I, I I don't think there should be a second one. <laughs> what personally. if it's Edwin's revenge? Edwin's revenge. <laughs> the story of Edwin's Edwin. Beat, yeah. Would you be into that? <laughs> I, I might watch it. Edwin Edwin's funny. Edwin is yeah. a funny character. <laughs> he's he's like, like so he's just... kind of like passag. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's I good. love it. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, he, there's um, because there's some subplots that are kind of built up a little bit, but don't really go anywhere. Like, there's a, a slight love interest between Danny and this other girl uh, or something Est- at the Esther church. Or something? Yeah, Esther. Yeah, and like, yeah, you don't really know what's gonna become of Naomi. Like, is she just gonna deny that she was the cause of like you know? the sister's True. in-law's death mm. and then just like yep slash just, fiance yeah. she might we should probably inherit like, jordan's stuff <laughs> but like is she is she gonna blame amy for her death that kind of thing is uh, that gonna be the beef yeah maybe like yeah you wonder you know. to yeah. be honest and yeah if, not that interested in in a continuation of this story um yeah i i think i think it's a one and done for me i'd watch it if they make another one i but... would rather they have a different couple of people with beef who would be, yeah. But, like, yeah, I feel like this show is quite personal. It feels very real. Like, maybe too real at times, which is why it's so anxiety-inducing mm. that, like... Like, I, I don't know how successful this... Sh- it's. I mean, it's critically acclaimed, mm. but I don't know how many eyes are on it. We'll see like, after you know, we air this episode and see how many yeah, people yeah. listen to, to us talk about it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, mean, I haven't I, seen that much about it on, on socials and um, on, on the YouTubes. So. Yeah, because it's not it's not crazy rich Asians. <laughs> so yeah, it's like oh, it's a bit too hard to watch, you know. Like, yeah, I watch it. So it's like, a it's, show like that you said, it's getting... not that binge worthy <laughs> as well. So um, maybe people but, are taking uh, their time this, to watch this, it. Yeah, this is a pretty important show to watch, I think, because I think this this is the kind of show that is going to open gateways. I mean, basically, what I'm saying is to the stuff, the kind of stuff that I want to make, <laughs> like you know. Like, cause this, this really is like a dream show to make, mm. I think for like Lee Sung Jin, like to create, to create like a TV show that is majority Asian actors in English mm. and is like very complicated, you know? Cause I mean, like we, if we talk about the history of like Asians in American films and stuff and just some of the shit that we kind of have to go through, mm. like... You know, just a lot of producers saying, oh, Asians can't emote and, like, you know, oh, Asians are, Asians are boring. Like, a- Asians don't matter. Mm. Like, of course that stuff is going to, like, piss me up as well. It's, it's just, like, it's it's very, like, kind of racist in the core of that because it's, like, you're just not, like, paying attention to an entire race of people, mm. you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, yeah. So now that there are, like, shows that, uh, people are like you know reciprocating with, and they're quite nuanced as well. Oh yeah, definitely done done is, with a very light yeah. touch. Um, yeah, yeah, these themes, it's good. It should definitely be on people's radar. 
Um, even if it's a hard watch, I think it's like it'll it'll definitely like change you for sure. There's a there's yeah. it's like yeah. I mean, hopefully it's, it's it good. would make people think twice before they get into a road rage because <laughs> yeah, you never so. know what's yeah. happening on the other side of the of the situation you know like people go through shit maybe instead yeah. of having a road rage just try to have a conversation <laughs> yeah but <laughs> have some, some berries <laughs> have a conversation <laughs> but some people can go fuck themselves as well <laughs> <laughs> all right uh do we have anything else to say about this show no nah, like i probably yeah, if I hadn't said it by now, it probably wasn't that important. Mm. So, <laughs> no, but no, seriously, <laughs> just go watch the show. Go listen to the soundtrack because it's a fucking cool soundtrack. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's there's, there's not that... There, there hasn't really been uh, a soundtrack that's really, like, showcase my nostalgia of the early 2000s yeah. and, like, late 90s. That's... Especially, like, hearing Incubus, man. It was like, damn. No, that Hooper like, steak, man. to drive. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was Melbourne's that was, own. Yeah. Is that? Is he from Melbourne? <laughs> Who? Hooperstank. The lead singer of Hooperstank. Nah, he's I'm American. Okay. Yeah, I think I think he's remembering things wrong. Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's remembering it wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's just like killer, killer soundtrack, man. And even like the representation of the hip hop stuff that they listen to as well, like at the clubs and stuff, it feels very like contemporary asian american as well mm. which is like yeah it's cool like it's definitely like there's a lot of authenticity to this show that is quite like subtle just thinking about it now mm. it's it's really good yeah <laughs> but then again we're not asian american and there could be an asian american guy like, this show is completely wrong and it should be banned <laughs> where's all like, the fucking you know, boba <laughs> where's all the boba i can't yeah, believe not the, one character <laughs> had some boba <laughs> so unrealistic oh, so yeah, I bet just someone's gonna say that. Oh yeah, they should have Boba. Like, just yeah. <laughs> Boba is oh, popular enough. Boba, Boba doesn't need any representation. <laughs> it's like where's all the K-pop? Everybody, everybody loves C-pop? Boba. <laughs> it's it's cool that like all the all the music is actually like like white artists because it's like it doesn't really matter. It's just like what sounds good, you know. Mm. And even like anyway, it's a good show. Go watch it. <laughs> it's 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 cool. It's it's dope. It's good. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, but what did you think of Beef? Uh, did you enjoy it? Uh, would you like to watch a season two of, of it? Um, let us know. You can join, You can get in touch with us at 2AsianBlokes at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group to be part of the conversation, or you can follow us on Instagram at 2AsianBlokes to see what we're up to. Uh, yeah, I mean, drive safe yeah. is all I can say. Drive safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah go, go. Go um if you're particularly fond of Burger King or in Australia, Hungry Jacks, mm. go go get your your chicken royales and find a nice car park yeah. and whatever your listen outlet to the is. Beef soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, go exercise that outlet. Find an outlet that that suits you, that doesn't cause harm to other people, and and release. Vent your anger. Because that's healthy. I'm actually very tempted to go out and just like zone out in a in a park somewhere and just eat. <laughs> like six burgers and just like listen to like yeah that's that's a good pastime man this show this show gets me man yeah a show that's very anxiety inducing yeah, just and about angry horrible people <laughs> yeah, yeah it really gets you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, really, it really gets me um but yeah that that's us that's us guys right. uh, we Take will see you uh, next time bye bye, bye.